Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that America has become too politically correct? Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Do you see the coming of our political and economic demise? Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. And now, broadcasting from the Eagle's Nest, a man who makes no excuses for putting America first. Here's your host, Von Wehunt the Barbarian. America, welcome again to the legendary and the rogue Von Wehunt Show, epic episode 101 tonight, and tonight's theme is the Supreme Court in Chaos, the star date of May 5th, 2022 AD, the year of our Lord, a lot has been going on. This past week, the barbarian is here. Let's tell you each week we are a world of war. And patriots, at some point, must rise and take that hill. Just like the uh, classic Hogan Heroes TV show, we are behind enemy lines. I am Colonel Hogan of the radio airwaves. You're a senior POW officer here in America. We work and toil. And the American Stalag working for the oligarchs of this country. We all know the oligarchs run Ukraine and Russia. We'll get into that tonight, I promise you. But we're not going to dwell on the Ukrainian war. We spent many episodes on it. We're going to have a little change of pace. Going forward, but we'll bring up more news or COVID news as it becomes available. Only headlines will do. We beat those horses for a long time now. And um, we're going to bring back on this summer some VIP guests, change the format a little. As you know, I'm famous for mixing things up once in a while. Well, this is all a planned setup in our American politic, because because the Democrats and our Democrat media both know that the midterms are going to be a freaking disaster for them. It's very obvious. New callers. We have a lot of new people listening to the show. I know you're out there in radio land. You've reached the show for you. Where new callers get first in line, you get some respect once in a while. Doesn't that feel good? You call other shows, you're lucky if you get through, and you're lucky if they even put you on the air for 30 seconds. But on my show, 
If you've got something to say, I'll let you speak. It will always be the Von the Weekend Show. But around the world and the nation, people want to hear what real Americans think. So tune in each week. We are looking for somebody to love, but all they give us is more and more war. The Democrats give us more no-win wars. The Milton Democrats are banking on abortion at will and infanticide to carry them through the midterm elections. You mark my words. That is why, as I have analyzed, they are making such a big deal out of the Supreme Court decision, which did not outlaw abortion. It simply said that the states would each decide their own fate. Abortion is still alive and well in America. As we know, the Democrats will always choose their satanic bloodlust once again. They profess and tell you to your face, to your blue in the face, they're pro-abortion at any time. They're actually for infanticide. When the child is born, they're for killing it up to a year in many cases. It's murder. But in our kinder, gentler society, we know the truth. We have a terrible media, and they continue to lie to you, America. But welcome to our church cathedral on the radio every Thursday night. We're glad you're here. Yes, we're glad you're here tonight, folks. Now, this show is unlike any other. We are often imitated, never duplicated. A man once wrote the show at Von Wien Show at gmail.com. He wrote, America fell. Von Wien on January the 20th, 2021. Because the 2020 election was a permitted coup in this nation. The reason America has fallen 
is because they no longer believe in God or the church. America's fate, he says, is in our hands. My people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And the Lord shall hear them from heaven. And I will then forgive their sins. I will only then heal their land. You don't want to say that the Bolsheviks are trying to starve us out. Food shortages are in the near horizon. And he went on to say that Planet X would explain much of the end times revelations. Well, very interesting. There's a lot of uh, end time talk out there. But on my show, I like to focus on what we can do, what we can control in our personal orbit. By all means, have all the knowledge at your disposal. For the armor of God, no esoteric knowledge. It's good to know. But also be more concerned with your personal economy, your personal life, your personal comings and goings as we go forward. We're coming up on a tumultuous couple of years, economy, politics. We had pro-abortion L.A. protests the other day in greater Los Angeles in the People's Republic of California. And they were waving the red communist flags. I have the photographs. I've seen them. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. I will always do my best to tell you the truth or how things should cut or will cut in politics, finance, current events, pop culture, and geopolitics as well. But I always say it's up to you, America. You will always decide. Rest assured. The last week was our infamous 100th Blog Talk radio show. Fantastic. A lot of callers, a lot of good times. And this world is for the brave. And that's us, as I call it. Some of you missed our once a month Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy show two days ago. The first Tuesday of every month. Never forget, mark your calendars now for the rest of 2022. Now, the real threat to our nation and people, not the neo-Nazis as Biden and the so-called Department of Homeland Security constantly say, as they lecture us, with the orcas up there, in front of one congressional committee after the other, saying, you're the problem. The real threat to America, it's outward, but it's also from within. It's the communists and the neo-Marxists in this country. Now, that is the real threat. When your fake politicians fail you, America, it's time to take a stand. Stand with your people and take back your destiny. We must secure a future 
for our progeny, for our ancestors, for our people. And now a great quote from ancient Sparta that will tell you from the ancient battles. This show is about history as well. History rhymes and often repeats itself. Well, the great quote goes like this from ancient Sparta. If you worship your enemy, you are defeated. If you adopt your enemy's religion, you are enslaved. If you breed with your enemy's women, you are destroyed. From Polydorus of Sparta, who lived in 665 B.C. Well, dead people and illegals were voting for Republicans. I can guarantee you that the Democrats on Capitol Hill would not only require one voter ID, they would also want fingerprints and a forensic eye scan and a DNA sample. But right now, they don't care, do they? They don't care because the illegals, they know damn well. 95%, if not more, vote blue, vote Democrat. They will not vote Republican. To you conservatives out there that say, we have a big tent too, guess what, Sherlock? No one's coming to your tent for a while. It takes two or three generations for the illegals to finally make that turn and vote red. Their children might, but the parents won't. The parents are country shopping. They're looking around for the best deal, the biggest check. Right now, that's America. We have no border security. They can walk up here and dictate to you how things are going to go down in your country. How about those apples? They'll cry a river, say they're oppressed, Say if they go back, they're going to be executed. B.S. When they come over here, they'll cry a river. We'll let them in, being dumb America, and they'll be sapping your treasury and your economy for years to come. We're not talking about the hard workers that do come over here. There are many of those, too. I'm very fair on my show. But recently, statistics don't prove that. The minute they get over here, they get on the dole. They work the system. Street smarts. They're working their EBT card, their welfare, their COVID relief, their unemployment check, their disability scam. You name it, they figure it out. And they all run to plaintiff attorneys. Fill out those claim forms. Sue American business. You offended me, they'll say. You stepped on my toe, my precious Mexican toe. Well, screw you. They have no business being over here. We have millions of people who snuck in, millions. Like I told you guys before, don't beat yourselves up too much. These problems were systemic, built into our system decades ago. It's our problem, but then again, it wasn't our problem. We inherited this mess from our forebears mainly. 
It was a 1965 Hard Seller Act. It was a Statue of Liberty. There was every president with a wink and a nod leaving the border open in certain places where the coyotes could smuggle them in from Central, from Central America, Mexico, and elsewhere. Hell, many of these people are from the Middle East. Some are Chinese. How do they get across that ocean, you ask? Well, it's a known fact. China is working with the cartels in Mexico to launder money, allegedly, of course, and sending fentanyl over our border in asymmetrical warfare to kill American citizens. Yes, that's a bold statement because I am bold. I will call them out. CCP is a demonic, satanic government, runs China. The whole country's in lockdown. They haven't given the world one positive thing ever. These are the news, the news stories that are out there. They're everywhere. Do your own digging. China's behind a lot of America's fentanyl epidemic. Now, Americans are complicit in taking drugs. That's a different rabbit hole. Takes two to tango of that is definitely sure. But right now, a lot of the world is doing asymmetrical warfare. We don't have a hot kinetic war right now. God forbid we don't. But I've warned you guys for years, get ready. Domestically and internationally, things are on the brink. But I say be the light that darkness fears. America, in my view, will never win another war. Right now, because our terrible Democrat media and so-called government leaders are too offended to be bothered by such trivial matters as national security issues and or borders. We heard this week from the World Economic Forum. On my translation, watch out for more false flag attacks on American soil or Western nations or European soil as the globalist agenda is fast-tracked at our collective expense. As I broadcast you from the mountains of Arizona, from my mountain studio bunker, there was news in Arizona today that Tucson High School had a huge brawl. All the videos are on my Gab page. You can go to and check out. It's amazing. About 100 students in this, in this brawl and many, many Twitter videos. Fights. Even a student's father got involved. He was pummeled by eight or ten students. We have listeners in Tucson. So be safe down there. Stay safe, Tucson. We need you guys ready. You're on the front lines in more ways than one. Now, after the monologue, we will take calls. You can dial 563-999. 3437. I always get people who inquire during the week when they email me and write. A lot of you guys are out there listening. It's great. We want you to call too. 
Call that number tonight. New callers get first in line. Well, looking at at the news, it's pretty amazing. Just think, America. Over a couple of months ago, Ukraine was at peace. The coffee shops were full of people laughing and talking, and the clubs were full. Music was playing. There was a chicken in every pot. The country was not shelled mercilessly by Putin's red beast satanic armies that kill everything in their path. Men, women, children, pets, babies, they don't care. War is hell. And war is hell in the Ukraine tonight. But um, I say this, man, that sure did escalate quickly. Hmm? I keep telling you guys, things can change on a dime in this country and elsewhere. One day you're living good. You're in Kiev partying, talking to chicks maybe, having a good time, talking to your friends, outdoor cafes, and everybody was saying Russia would never invade Ukraine. Russia would never come in here. Why, we're Ukraine. We're a free country. Now look at it. Rubble. Ash. How blunt can I be? Blown to smithereens, Ukraine. It will never be the same. It will never be what it once was. Putin has doubled down and tripled down, quadrupled down, and basically... He's going to rebuild the country in Russia's image, import Russians to live in the Ukraine. The Russian foreign ministry spokesperson said that Finland and Sweden will turn into an arena of confrontation between NATO and Russia if they join NATO. We'll get this. Both countries. Finland and Sweden are slated to join NATO within the next two weeks. That war over there is going to ramp up and expand. It's not going to contract. Also, Putin will go into Moldova, conquer that little country. And for the first time in recent history, Russia has announced it is simulating nuclear attacks against Mighty Europa and all NATO countries. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogo said that the Russian army would consider all weapons shipments coming from NATO into Ukraine as, quote, legitimate military targets for destruction. While the United States and NATO continue to send more and more weapons to the Ukraine. It's interesting, amazing news. The war over there, they've got their war. They finally got their war in Europe, going and brewing. It's going just the way they wanted to. It's amazing what's going to happen. So if you're in, if you're in Europe tonight, brace for the worst. It's not going to get better for a while. 
We are the protectors of the earth. In our country, we need to stay heavily armed. You reach the Von Wien Show, cult radio like no other. You're a pirate radio, best America. Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. No excuses for putting America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian. Thursday at 8 p.m. The Von Wehunt Show. Conversation and analysis of breaking news, geopolitical events, politics, history, and some fun, too. Von Wehunt is an astute observer of the human condition. Von Wehunt will cut through the political correctness and speak bluntly about the social, political, and economic demise taking place in America and around the world. Von Wehunt is a nationalist who, without shame, puts America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian. Thursday at 8 p.m. Damn right, the Barbarian is here. I am your dramatic warlord. And I will not mince words or pull punches in a fight. Fight for the nation. Fight for the people. 
It's all the same. Now, looking back at the show, looking at our statistics, I thought this was really cool. Our international audience has grown again. Do you know that we have got like 9.2% of our entire listenership, our international listeners, almost 10% now, and they are fighting amongst themselves, chomping at the bit, because they want to hear what real Americans think about these issues. They're smart. They're listening to my show. 25 countries now. They want to get away from our mainstream filters and censors and mainstream fake news. They want to get away from the news whores and the fake news anchors. They can't stand them. They want to hear real radio from real America, from the gridirons and the ranches and the farms, the cities and the towns, from the mountains and across the plains. And that is what my show represents. We do represent a lot. That's why they want to listen to you and me. They can't wait to tune in. I've also noticed that the foreign listeners listen to the entire show. Many come back and listen to the podcast. When we go in overtime, as you know, it's a two-hour show live, but we're still live in the after hours. They go back and grab the podcast. And listen to it. Well, tonight, I'm looking back over a lot of our callers over the last, my God, seven years. And I want to hear from some people tonight. I know you're still out there. You're still listening. Let's hear from EMP tonight from Louisiana. Maybe the ghost man from Arkansas. Maybe Bambi from Hollywood. And others who have called the show for years now. Ragnar the Viking can't make it tonight. But how about the monster from Colorado? How about Dags the Destroyer? Or the policeman from Florida? Or the Oklahoma militia man? Or the, L- or the L.A. lady hitchhiker? Maybe Helga from the German Bavarian forest? Maybe even China Chad? From Beijing, Vlad the Impaler, and the list goes on and on and on with our colorful cast of characters. We love our regulars, but I want to hear back from some of you folks. Now, I think here in a few weeks, we're going to have the European housewife back on from the island of Cyprus to give us an update, as well as Helga from the German forest. When you call a show, have a nickname. Do not use your real name. We don't want you tracked by the NSA or by Mayorkas of the DHS. We want you followed home by nasty NSA drones. And by the way, when you call a show, throw away that burner phone in the first trash bin you see. (laughs) Well, the money we have today called fiat currency. It's designed to fail. Many of you don't know that. It's not really money. It's currency. There's a difference. There's a distinction there. At the end of the day, I keep telling people, 
It's just paper that's pretty green with dead presidents on it, lots of ink. Money throughout historical time has always been gold, silver, real estate, precious art. The Nazis in World War II, they went after real money. When the American allies went to the salt mines of Bavaria, they found gold bars, silver coins, rare stamps, other collectibles, fine art and sculpture, jewels and gems from here to Switzerland. Amazing finds. Amazing. Well, the Federal Reserve note is designed to create dependency on the federal government. The Federal Reserve Bank is not a federal entity. It's a private bank. Most people don't know that. Over time, all people, products, and services will degrade in quality. seems to work that way. Over time, banks will regulate their customers more and more. They act like they're a government force. But economic freedom depends upon a tangible resource currency. We need to make it better in the future. The true gold and silver backing, not just gold, because there isn't enough gold in the world. The gold and silver and commodities should back the new currency someday. So I tell you guys, spend the money while you still can. Buy what you need. The rest, save. And hoard it if you can. Save it because you're going to need it. You will still spend freely, possibly in our lifetime. We may see a new currency. But for now, those greenbacks, you want to stack them high. Buy what you need. The rest, save. Because we're coming on some really strange economic times. If you look at the economy, the market lost over 1,000 points today. War in Ukraine, threats of nuclear war. Now, I told a guy on Gab this evening that I see a lot of action in the upcoming midterm elections, and, that, and that's action on the streets, chaos, civil unrest. And especially, I see that during the presidential election run-up in 2024. The Marxists and Democrat communists will be out, rest assured, in full force, and it will be, I think, all hands on deck. So stay heavily armed, America. Get your gear now. We never know where the next shoe will drop. We will ruthlessly protect our own, our own neighborhoods, your own crew, your own family. I have little faith in maggotards, cutards, um, conservatives with their political fantasies not based in reality, as I am Mr. Reality. They always want someone else to do everything for them. These groups are well-meaning, but their time has come and gone. My view, they have no spine or the will to fight for anything, and not even their own 
lives. It's pathetic, really. And the conservatives rule the conservative movement, but they can serve absolutely nothing. They're always very quick to retreat and give up their ground at the slightest Democrat provocation. They're all cowards. Now, regarding the leaks for the Supreme Court this week, it's pretty amazing. Democrats don't care where the leak came from. They love the leak. This ties in exactly with their midterm election plan. Stir up the country, civil unrest, political chaos, mystery leakers. They want to drive women especially to the polls. They believe, again, that abortion and infanticide will create their electoral victories. Their satanic bloodlust, as I told you before. This is their plan. Now, the way I look at it, it's kind of funny, really. You, you can't get arrested if you are militant leftists like Antifa or BLM rioting and burning down Washington, D.C. a few years back. But by God, if you leaked an anti-abortion document, heads will now roll. SWAT teams will be deployed. There will be massive police action, and your door will be busted down at 3 o'clock in the morning. What they want. In the meantime, you've got Hea Schumer and Bitch Pelosi are both anti-American communists, in my view. And it shows in all of their actions. Just amazing. We've got our schools in disarray. A brawl in Tucson, which I mentioned. But also, there was, get this, in Greensboro, North Carolina. They have now a Satan club for your kid's school. Unbelievable. Now, this is growing. You know, I always thought this area was part of the Bible Belt in the Southland. Who knew, right? What are the F exactly kind of activities or rituals are involved in being a member of the Satan Club after school? It's the way your kids are learning. They'd probably get more satisfaction, in my view, by joining the local Democrat Party. <laughs> it's that bad. Democrat Party is the Satan Club of America. They love satanic things, demonic things. They'll run the country in the ground. They'll run your family in the ground. They'll indoctrinate your kids to be queer, trans. Corrupt everything in their path. Blow up everything in their path. Now, also this week, there's barricades just today being put up around the Supreme Court, as online the Democrats have threatened to burn it all down. Their words, not mine. We're the law-abiding bunch. We're the ones that are watching, observing, like lions on the, on the safari, watching the hyenas gallop around and nip at America's tail and try to take it down by sheer numbers. We're the lions. The nationalists are the lions. 
we're licking our chops and we're polishing our claws. We're watching all this unfold in front of us. And we are observing everything. Who the parties are, we can name the names. Now, the local Democrat Party in your city or state is the satanic club of your town. Make no mistake about it. They do not represent the American people or any values at all, really. The values that they represent are, if you often boil them down, they're often demonic. Shanghai, China has been in the news a lot this week, too. Unbelievable. The more and more reports of every single person there in their flat, their condo, their apartment, are now being welded shut inside their living unit, having their pets forcibly euthanized, and they were all fully vaccinated. How about those apples? One more time in history where you can comply with everything the government says, which those people complied, they got the shot, and the government, the communist government, kills their lovable pets right in front of them, and not nice either with clubs and baseball bats. I've unfortunately seen the videos on Twitter. And they weld you inside your apartment. They want to starve you out. But you complied. You took the vaccine shot, the kill shot. That didn't kill you. They come back and they'll finish the job. That's how a communist country works. They are satanic and demonic. And I will call them out every time. So the same would happen in our country if they could get away with it. Now, where governments don't want an intelligent population, because people who can think critically can't be ruled. They want a public just smart enough to pay taxes and dumb enough to keep voting them back into office. And know this, America, it is impossible for any law, so-called law, which violates the U.S. Constitution to be valid. Now, in the historic case of Marbury versus Madison, going back to 1803, just know this simple fact, that the Supreme Court ruled that all laws which came forth, which are repugnant to the Constitution, are null and void. If you're in the military, if you're given illegal orders, those are null and void upon delivery. 1803 ruling, never been overturned. Many people also believe that Joe Biden is being extorted by the Ukrainian government and paying, he's paying up, basically using our U.S. tax dollars under the guise of foreign aid for and an unwinnable war, it seems, against Russia. It's a war of attrition. Change my mind, America. We're all for the Ukrainian people protecting their homes and land, but they're being slaughtered. The Russian tanks grind on week to week. We are living right now at the peak of the time 
of the false world and all of recorded history. That's why being real in society and being a patriot will get you shunned. And that's why speaking the truth gets you scorned or banned or taken off Twitter or some other pathetic leftist site. Society is at the tipping point, at the height of its delusion and illusion. It takes serious courage to be a real patriot right now. Well, that's going on. Joe Biden is turning our Department of Homeland Security into a travel agency for illegals. <laughs> you know, he's flying them all over the country. He's converting our Department of Homeland Security. It's now like a censorship apparatus, it seems, for any legal citizen who has been here for decades. For you and your family, they're saying, screw you. Because the DHS, in everyone's view, is supposed to protect the homeland and not destroy it from within. You know, I never realized that my parents teaching me to tell the truth when I was a child would lead me and millions and millions of others to be labeled a domestic terrorist, quote-unquote, quote when I grew up as an adult. We are far from that. We are the law-abiding bunch, but the people in D.C., they have a war against the suburbs, a war against the white European man in America, a war against the patriots. seems that way. By their statements, I have never heard more draconian, erroneous, false, communistic statements coming from our government in the last few years. If you thought Obama was bad, Biden and Harris, who just laughs and cackles, Mayorkas and others are just beyond the pale. Unbelievable. Well, we're so glad you're here tonight. I can talk about these issues for hours. We have a two-hour show. And the monologue is over. We'll start the show when I come back. I want to hear from you, America. We want to hear from the Gridirons of America. Ich will, ich will eure Blick. 
Get right to the phones. Well, you're on the Von Wien Show. What's your name and which state are you from? Hello, you're live on the air. Are you there? 501 area code. Is this Ghost? Yes, yes, sir. Ghost from Arkansas. I'm glad you uh, heard my call out. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good, sir. Good. Thanks for calling the show. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, not much. I've just been uh, working a lot, kind of laying low, you know. Uh, every once right. in a while, you kind of got to step, step back from things, you know what I mean? I totally do. Step back, get the uh, lay of the land, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, getting harder and harder just to survive out here with everything going up and all the taxes they take, gas. You I know. know. Egg, where I'm at, it's almost $5 a dozen for eggs. God. You know, people like you and me, you know, we warned the country this was going to happen. Everybody thought we were crazy. And I go... Call me crazy, but uh, I'll have the last laugh, and unfortunately, I don't want to be right on a lot of things, but um, I don't want to see Americans in economic financial pain, you know? $5 for 12 freaking eggs. Really? In Arkansas. Yeah, it's like 489, 489 plus tax. 
Well, I've driven through there many times. Beautiful country. You got a lot of egg farms and a lot of uh, chicken farms up there in Arkansas, don't you? And ranches, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no reason for them to cost that much. But not, What's the gas price that, there know, in Arkansas? Average gas price is close to four dollars a gallon. You can get it. You can get it wow. for three eighty nine some places. But, but yeah, I was listening to your <sighs> intro there, and uh, you were talking about true patriots and. Man, I seen a video where they had the director of Homeland Security in front of Congress, and the Homeland Security says the number one threat to our nation are nationalists. That's right. Not, not. We are not. They're We are for the country. We want the country to be better. So any criticism, as I've always said on my show, we want better leaders, better laws. We want better directors of the Department of Homeland Security, too. <laughs> you know? And it's the biggest threat. More and more the unreal. I know. Did you ever think Ghost should sit here and maybe saying that people like our listeners, this show, this massive audience, is the biggest threat to America. Unbelievable. I know. It's it's uh, Orwellian. It is. We live in an upside-down clown world. There's a pharmacy in Little Rock off of Cantrell. I think it's called Parkview Pharmacy. There's a tranny Mm -hmm. that owns it and runs it, and they're setting up some type of camp for children and their families that are curious about their sexuality and all this other stuff. And it's uh, it's just nuts that all this is being accepted by the majority of society. God. And you know, Ghost, I bet there's some local Little Rock churches that are supporting him out of their love and consideration, I bet, and their tolerance. See, oh yeah, where they're going to the, have we, this camp. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying when you see just, these things, folks, they're look at who sponsors these things. There's a lot of times it's local charities and churches. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. They're having it. They're having this thing at this reserve camp. I should have had some more details ready, but. Uh, yeah, it's on it's on like a hundred and something acres and the closest building to it is a church. And it's probably all yep. tax free, you know. It's it's nuts. Sure. Well the churches want more customers. They want more donations, don't they? Yeah. And they think these gay and trans families, whatever they are, are gonna join their church and You'll see churches put out the gay pride flag. I've already seen that in the country. Yeah, I think the Catholics anointed their first transgender bishop either this year. Uh, Yeah, I think it was this year sometime. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it goes across all the churches. They're 
they're all going that direction. It's, you know, I can see why people look at this and they say, are we living in the end times? You know, <laughs> really, really, you know, crazy. I know. it. What do your neighbors have yeah, to say out there in that. Arkansas? Uh, well, I, I got an older lady that lives next door to every, everybody's asleep. No, everybody's too worried about, and I'm, and I'm saying everybody, but I don't have anybody in my local area that's on my same page. You know, really? everybody's just got their head down trying to make it day to day. The, you know, if anything does ever happen, major, you know, the majority aren't, aren't going to make it, you know. I know. I know, man. They're not going to make it. Prepared. No. Now you probably walk in some of those local Arkansas houses. I know money's tight. They've had years to prepare. Well, I could tell people when you go to the grocery store, just buy a couple extra cans of green beans, a couple extra cans of corn. Might cost you a dollar. Everyone can afford that. Rotate the food, of course. You don't want to get botulism or any, you don't want to get sick, but you rotate your stock and you'll always have extra stock. But I agree with you, man. I mean, they're just, I think that they're so shell-shocked. They're just trying to get through day to day, like you said. Yeah, the, the people know? didn't that didn't wake up through the whole election crap and the COVID crap, like they're, you know. It's pretty much hopeless for them. It's and when you when you try to talk to people, you don't care if people think you're crazy, you know, because if you care enough about them to try and explain the truth to them, that that should mean something. But it it wears you out, you know. It does. Yeah, it's you, you know what it is when you talk to people like like the, I always say these are well intentioned people. They're probably nice people, good church-going folk, you know. Um, but they're misguided. They're like an ostrich. They've got their head in the sand. If anything goes against their mental template that's a little bit different, they freak out. And when you data dump on them, it's never going to work. I always tell them you got to give it to them in little bite-sized pieces over time. Because a lot of people have been asleep since, in my view, since Obama was president. And they've been coasting, man, right? And they've got 10, 12 years to catch up on. And I tell them, start with some web pages. You know, start with some radio shows like mine. Just start somewhere. Because they're really behind the eight ball, you know? Hate to say it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've really only seen what's actually been going on for the past few years. I mean, it it took the whole Trump thing and and all that, you know, for me to actually start digging. I mean, I registered to vote like two weeks before the deadline and voted for him. Then all the election stuff happened and I got into all that Q stuff and and then I – uh, found, you know, 
uh, Europa, the last battle, and started reading old literature from like pre World War Two, before everything was controlled, you know, by the Jews. And and you can present, like you said, you can present them with the information and the data and actual newspaper clippings where, you know, the New York Times put out in 1933, as soon as Hitler was elected into power, that Judea declo- declared war on Germany way before the That's war right. ever even started, you know. People just refused to look. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people don't know history, and the history they've been taught is, you know, it's from the Allied perspective. Uh, I always say the victors write the history books, you know. Just because they were written by American and British historians doesn't mean they're entirely accurate. I'm very objective. I'm very fair. And they, it's really not – it's what they leave out, you know. They left out a lot of key things – so I always tell people, if you want to understand World War II, start 10 years prior, the prelude to war. There was a good video I saw yes, called that, the prelude to war, and it shows all the things that you're talking about. There were economic boycotts against Germany by the International Jewish Federation. The minute oh, yeah. Hitler was elected, the minute, so, you know, history, it wasn't like there were camps overnight. History, you know, Hitler didn't warn them to get the hell out of there for years. He goes, look, get out, <laughs> go. I'm telling you, I'm warning you, go. It's just not yeah, going to be good for it, you, you know? Yeah, and he let them all go to Palestine, you know, with their money and, and – and that you know, in the Bible it talks about Israel, but people don't realize that they were talking about a person. They weren't talking about an actual land. Like when they say the nation of Israel in the Bible, they're talking about a, a person and his tribe of people. They're not talking about a, a nation, like an actual piece of land. You know, Israel didn't even exist until pre-World War II. Yeah, and you know, the I, the concept of conspiracy theories goes, a lot of people don't know this, but I think actually there's, there's a lot of facts that support it. The World War II was fought, in my view, to make Israel a state in 1948. That was the deal, the big deal. The Belfort Declaration. Yes, sir. The deal was to make Israel a state. We're going to have a world war. Out of the world war, once the shakeout begins, we'll get with our UN buddies. We'll, the state of Israel was created out of thin air in 1948. That was the deal after World War II. That was the trade-off. The Balfour Declaration, absolutely. Written by uh, Rothschild, right? Yes. Endorsed by Churchill and the Allies. It was kind of a secret agreement. Wasn't widely publicized. 
But they got their land, and, um, you know, I people talk about Germany, but I go, look, no country, I don't care how powerful you are, can survive the whole world ganging up on you. I mean, really and truly, to the Germans' credit, they kept the world at bay for five years. Kept them at bay. But uh, I know, man. When he overwhelmed, and yeah, they 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 couldn't hold it. Right, and right at the beginning of the war, he had was it the entire British army or or navy or something at Dunkirk? You know, he had them all cornered. Like he could have, they could have just slaughtered every one of them, but they let them escape. They let them retreat. I mean, there's there's so well, many facts about the yep. war. I'm sorry? No, I was just saying there's so many facts about the war that can be proved and that are undisputed that we're never taught about. That's right. That's right. Well, I would say this, and I love World War II history. I'm an amateur history buff. Uh, it's fascinating. Um, Dunkirk, right, when the British Army was holed up there, the reason why Hitler did not decimate them is because Hitler always liked the British and the American people. He viewed them and us as Aryan because the biggest, for example, in this country, the biggest ethnic group of Americans back in 1940s were Germanic Americans. Most people don't know it wasn't British, it wasn't Irish, German Americans, or at least from the Germanic lands of Scandinavia, Norse, German. It's still, I believe, the predominant European ethnic lineage. So he viewed the British people, he was hoping to get a peace agreement with them going. Remember, Hitler always said the big war is in the East, the East. He kept stressing that. What do we see today? War in the East. Russia and Ukraine. Moldova. That is the area of the of the world that has always yeah, there, had massive problems. That that's called Hitler's cry for peace, and it's just speech after speech after speech where he's basically saying how much respect he has for the British and the Americans, and that they want to. Oh, we lost you, ghost. Call us back. We'll give you a second here to call back. We're on a good conversation here about World War II. But um, in the chat room, we got some good chats going. Lincoln writes, while England dropped bombs on Germany, Germany dropped peace offerings on England. That's right. We got ghosts back here. Because um, people don't know that Germany tried 16 times to have a peace offering with Churchill. They were all rejected. And they were very generous terms in that war. But the Allies wanted that war. Ghost, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. We got disconnected. Yeah, that happens. There's all kinds there's all kinds of speeches of Churchill where uh, he he's He's basically just declaring war on Germany for no reason. 
uh, saying that they've got a destroyer before she gets too strong when they're not doing anything or harming anybody. I mean, it, it, once you once you start digging and and finding actual undisputed proof, I mean, it, it's evident, you know, that Germany wanted to avoid war. Well, like Germany only wanted the war in the east. That's where they. That's where Hitler did launch the invasion, Operation Barbarossa, in 1941, before our Pearl Harbor. He went in there because he always said the problem is going to be with these communists. Most Americans do not understand communism. They have been taught anything in our schools. The Red Scare is what it was called in Europe, the Red Satanic Bolsheviks. They terrorized European cities. Remember, Lenin took power in 1917. We're at the end of World War I with his Russian Revolution, Right? They terrorized all the, the European capitals. They didn't sit there in Moscow, London and Stalin, and drink vodka shots and, you know, and just sit there and party and enjoy their new country. No, as arch-communists, they immediately dispatched troublemakers, anarchists, political commissars to all the capitals of Europe, Berlin being one of them. They sent them to Italy. Spain, Europe, America, they dispatched people by the thousands to get in the streets, stir people up, hand out leaflets, bomb, kill, foment civil revolution. Most Americans don't know this. The Nazis were a reaction to the Bolsheviks in Russia and in Europe. They were a reactionary force. So when they say they were reactionaries, they go, yes, they were reactionaries. They were the checkmate to the communists who were trying to take over all of Europe. That's a fact. Um, When you said Barbarossa, is that whenever uh, he went into Poland and freed the Germans from the concentration camp? No. Operation Barbarossa was the Third Reich's invasion of Russia, and they went through Ukraine. When they went through Ukraine, they had a lot of allies there. And as I said before, there are videos of the Ukrainian women throwing roses and flowers on the German panzers because they said, please liberate us from communist Stalin and his murderous commissars. Please liberate us. They were seen as liberators, freedom fighters, if you will. That's a fact. There's videos of it, all on, all on YouTube. The war yeah, started in 39. I'm sorry? They wouldn't have been able to get away with all the propaganda and the lies to fool everybody. Right. But then... Hitler basically did not, um, well, they, we lost Ghost again, but Hitler did not plan for a winter campaign. He thought they would fold a lot sooner. They also should have brought winter clothing for the German soldiers, and they had the spring rains, which bogged down their panzer tanks. But Ghost, thanks for calling the show. We appreciate you. World War II history is fascinating. 
We'll uh, get one more comment from Ghost here. We got you back. Yeah, we got Are you there? Again. Yeah, yes, I know, man. So the NSA guys, the they're trying to cut the line, man. But what are your final thoughts to America Ghost as you guys battle high gas prices and inflation out there in Arkansas? Uh, go and do your job on tomorrow or Monday and uh, fill out a new W-2 and write exempt wherever you write your de- dependents down and stop paying federal taxes. I like that. Just do your best to survive. That's all I can say. That's right, man. Ghost, have a great night there in Arkansas. And we'll talk to you again yes, soon, sir. man. Thanks for calling the show. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. You have a good night. Thank you very much, Ghost. You're welcome. The Ghost from Arkansas. Good patriot out there, middle America. Let's get to, uh, I believe, Cat from Canada. Hey, Vaughn. Catwoman. How you this doing? Catwoman. <laughs> How are you doing, Vaughn? Catwoman. <laughs> doing great. Doing great. Good good call there from the ghost man in Arkansas. I like that. He's yeah, um, I know. telling the truth. Yeah. We're having a rough time out there. I should have had a paper and pen handy to take notes. That's a lot of information packed <laughs> in one phone call. It was. There's plenty more where that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that stuff. It's so interesting. You know? So, uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? Well, um, actually, you know what? I was, I was sitting at the dentist today, and uh, I was uh, actually watching, because they, they just have the mainstream news on there, right? And, uh, well, right. Canada is pretty nervous about how, how this um, SCOTUS leak is going to be affecting the abortion laws in Canada. Really? Yeah. They have that I, much reach sure in Canada. Be... I thought I learned about that. Interesting. Tell us yeah. more. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I, I guess they're worried about how it's going to affect the border. Because um, we don't we don't have any abortion laws at all, actually. Um, right. There's no no restrictions whatsoever. So uh, I guess they're thinking that if certain states ban it from from the their that particular state, then people might flood across the border. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I think a lot of their maybe their Thinking a lot of American women are, are going to be moving to Canada. Who knows? Well, and it's the know, ones that most of the men here don't even it, want. <laughs> yeah, no <Right>. kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the men are worried. We're like, no, take off, baby. We <laughs> we can do a lot better, you know. We'll take <laughs> yeah. our chances, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems it seems God. to be the the big hot button issue because that yeah there was a huge Pfizer leak, but no one's really paying attention to that because everyone's watching the left just you know fall to pieces over this. And what what's actually really interesting is um, they they're they're radicalizing the the right to be more right. That's usually how it goes, right? 
um, they're they're exposing right. themselves for the the demons they are really, um, and right. They, I'm not I'm not sure how it it got to that point, but it it turned racial. It really did. Um, watching these people fall apart on social media, how it's white supremacy and and um, all these anti-white comments. I'm thinking how how on earth do they get that from abortion? Right. I know. Oh, it. See, this is the perfect case. I tell people when they get kind of flustered, I go, no, this is exactly what the Democrats wanted. It was a Democrat staffer, allegedly from Justice Sotomayor, the Hispanic Democrat, who leaked this out, and they leaked it out just in time for the big summer riots that will roll into our November midterm elections, right? It's all designed to give everybody six months to get the women especially and our leftist fag men, the Democratic Party, get them all stirred up, get them all going, get them all politically active. It's to activate them, to trigger them, in other words, right? They want them all to come out in force and vote in November for the blue ticket. That's what they want. I'm hoping... Yeah, I'm hoping it backfires. And, uh, you know, it, it, go, going from personal experience and and uh, seeing it in other people, it is the left that radicalizes the right, right? They, they have their meltdowns and people think, wow, the left has really gone that far, right? Um, so it just pushes them a little bit to, more to the right. But then... It's a it's a little bit of a process, you know. Um, a wise man once wrote in a book that there's three different types of people. So you have the the first category; they believe everything they hear without question. And then the second category is people who say, "Well, it's all BS. I'm not going to read anything." Um, and then you have the third category that takes in everything and discerns right for right and wrong. For themselves. So speaking for myself, I've been in all three categories. It was a little bit of a process. I went through it all. And once you get to the third category and you really delve into what is right and what is wrong, and then you realize, wait a minute, the right is just as left as the left. They're all the same. And there, there's a few Canadian examples, but um, I'll, I'll use some American ones since um, most most of your listeners are from America, right? So, um, like yes. Trump. Yeah, so, I mean, Trump panders to the crowd. It doesn't, whatever crowd he's he's pandering to, he's, he's just a politician, right? So he will um, pander to the, the alphabet group. He will pander to the blacks. He will pander to the Jews. It it doesn't matter who. And actually, I think on the abortion issue, correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't know what pro-life was. He just needed an argument to oppose Hillary, and that was her hot-button issue. So it, And then I realized back then already that, well, wait a minute. That's what they do. They just oppose. 
so, I mean, if Hillary was pro-life, would he be pro-choice then? He probably would be because he's just opposing. So then, then you realize that it's, it's all just political theater and they're just the puppets. And then who hold and then who holds the puppet strings? Well, that's another rabbit hole, right? But um, right. Yeah. So <laughs> so you see, this this is just another step in in the process of of people becoming radicalized. And it, I guess it kind of touches on what you and Ghost were talking about about how um, if people think that the nationalists are the threat, right? People think that white nationalists are the threat. Right. Well, what they've done is they've ginned things up over time. Like I said, it's a, and I, I've always told folks, too, this is a process. It's very dangerous what they're saying. When you hear your government, again, so-called leaders say, and you people in the suburbs, if you have a nationalist leaning, when you say America first, you're a terrorist now, you're a domestic extremist, you're... Our number one security threat, blah, 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 yada, yada. It's all a bunch of BS. While they say that, the same government, on the other hand, is bringing in millions of people with questionable criminal backgrounds from Central America, Mexico, and Middle East, and all kinds of rogue nations. They're flying them in to America. They're throwing them in cities. They're giving them debit cards. I just heard the other day that they're giving Afghanistan terrorists who killed Americans. They're buying them homes in Florida at 400 grand a pop. Compliments to the U.S. taxpayer. Very quietly. They, they Things leak out, but they try to do it real quietly. A lot of 3 o'clock in the morning flights when everyone's asleep. When all, there's no news media there. The paparazzi, only citizen groups who are out there are tracking this, and the ones that track it, they're saying, you're now a domestic terrorist because you're reporting on it social media. So our government is so corrupt in so many ways, back-ass words, but what they're saying to me is very dangerous because they keep jitting this up year after year after year after year. So what they're really trying to do is they're trying to tell the white Americans especially that you're the enemy, millions of us, that um, we're going to replace you. It will be a genocide eventually. That can happen overnight. These things are, you know, we don't live in a push-button world totally. But, again, they gin it up. So what they're, ha- what they're wanting is something somewhere to happen, a spark, if you will. Mm-hmm. And people will be so brainwashed, so ginned up. They've heard this psychobabble brainwashing for, you know, since Obama days, really. They've already had, in my view, my God, 14 years of it because they never stopped when Trump was in power and Obama got in power in 2008. You know? It's amazing. So do you think 
Yeah, so do you think, um, going by what you hear and see, do you think that Americans are catching on that that all their tax money is getting poured into immigrants? I mean, yeah, word's they, getting the out there. Would, if the government would take that money and invest it in their own people, there's there's nothing selfish or individualistic about taking that money and investing it in your own people, investing it into making incentives for mothers to stay home instead of pushing them into the workforce or, you know, um, programs for kids to be more active instead of going from program to program where they get brainwashed. Um, you said something about a, a Satan club. Uh, if, if, if countries right. would, would do that, they would have a healthy, thriving country. Instead, they want to solve the problem by spending it on more immigrants that will that will take your jobs, it will drive them drive wages down. Um, it, it's it's a downward spiral, and it seems to me that people in Canada, anyways, they they don't seem to be catching on. Um, we we ship in Mexicans for the summer. They're actually they just it looks like they just arrived. They usually come around May and they stay until September and, and they do our farm work. And see, I've got nothing against a guest worker program, but the whole mission of the guest worker program was you're not supposed to stay here for 20, 30 years and send all your money back home. Kind of defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want them to come over, work, make, make money, Send somebody back to your family, go back to your family, come back the next season, pick vegetables, whatever you're doing, farm, whatever, ranch. And um, that used to work. Now they come over, they, they don't want to pick anything. They're country shopping, and they're shopping for benefits. They're going, America's got the best benefits. Why pick apples? or anything else, or oranges, like just file some government paperwork, and I can get a check. You know? Yeah, right. Seriously. And they, they work for a lot, even, a lot cheaper, too. Well, yeah, but the young so kids don't want to pick any, any, any yeah. vegetables. They want to sign up for benefits. A few of them will work. I give that. I'll put that out there. But... Most of them now just want to go to L.A. where they have an extended family or parts of Texas, sign up for local benefits. Why work when the government can give you all this extra free money for just showing up? Exactly. That's why it's a lottery to them. It's a lottery if you get into America. If you're a Mexican or Central American, you won the Powerball. You won. Mm -hmm. You're in, baby. And they know damn well they'll never get deported unless there's some kind of a civil war in this country, God forbid. But short of that, they'll be here forever. Forever. They'll have no papers, and they'll eventually get papers because they know war gets around fast. Where We have no control over the border. These people do not show up for hearings. And they come in and they stay. 
We don't have a population problem in America. We don't need millions and millions and millions of new people from the third world. We just don't. Don't need them. We have millions of people who can be working who are not that are already over here. And a lot are illegal. We don't need 20 more million new ones. You know, Kat? It's crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, um, but I don't believe there's third world countries. I, I believe there's third world people. Uh, I mean, Africa is a very resource-rich country. Why is it so underdeveloped? There's so much in Africa that can be used for good. And why are they still living in mud huts and wearing loincloths? <laughs> and and because if that's you look culture. at our cities, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right. Race, yeah, our... race and culture are pretty much go hand in hand. Culture. That is their yeah, culture. Mud huts and loincloths. Yeah, we uh, we invite them into our countries, and they they flood our cities. And actually, Toronto used to be back in the day. It used to be a beautiful city, and now I, that's the last place I ever want to go. That's, that's one of Canada's right. biggest cities, Toronto. Um, uh, whites right. are actually officially a minority there. Um, we're, we're just way over flooded, and there's so much crime and corruption. And then those people, uh, of course, Toronto, they're packed like sardines, and now those people are starting to flood into the smaller towns. Like my town is a small town. Right. Um, so right. people can. I hope people are starting to notice this. Well, again, the problem is that these Western governments have no spine. Once those people get over here, I always say it's a Herculean task to remove them. Herculean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes the power of almost God just to get them deported. And then it's another lengthy, lengthy thing to keep them out. They come right back over the open border. See, we're never going to have control over our country. Our governments have made it very clear. We don't want you people, you white European people in the suburbs to have any say in this government, in the way we conduct our business. They made that very, very clear. You'll have no yeah. say. We don't care what you think. We don't care what you say. Screw you is their attitude. We're going to run America in the ground. We're going to run these other countries in the ground because we want yeah. to. That's what well, they in, want in, to do. Yeah. Go ahead. In the meantime, yeah, in the meantime, they have us so distracted with, like I said, the political theater of left versus right. They, they have us so distracted by that. And um, they, they also have made us dependent. Uh, when, when your country's in trouble, who do you look to? The politicians. And once you start to notice that the, the left and right are the same, who are you going to go to? You, you start to realize that. Well, if they're all the same, I can't depend on a politician. They're they're not going to help. They are just going to do whatever they want. Um, they you could say, well, democracy, but 
that that's all an illusion. Um, right. They they give us the illusion that we are in control, but really, we are not. We do not have a say. Right. And see, that's what I'm talking about. They have controlled opposition. They tell you that you have a say-so. They get you all fired up for the midterm. They get you all fired up for the new, the old candidates. In the meantime, they've got Americans, you know, sidetracked every year. They, Americans are taught to love sports, high school sports, college sports, pro sports. You have fantasy football, grown <laughs> men. Phone at the mouth yeah. of this country over fantasy freaking football. And March yeah. Madness. Give them, give them oh. bread and circuses, Oh, my right? God. Basketball fever catches yeah. them. Who, who said the that? Give them grown men circuses. spending hours and hours picking their favorite team. See, they, mm-hmm. they got you in the team mentality, the team paradigm. While that's going on, they love it. It's more Roman bread and circuses for the masses yep. to consume. They're bringing in millions of people under your nose while Americans are blissfully ignorant and Canadians too. And so they're men in America, grown men who have jobs, degrees. They're spending hours picking their Fantasy football teams. Watching hours and hours football. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good football game. I enjoy a good sports game. I like baseball and football mainly. I like golf. But um, I'm not a big basketball fan. Never have been. But my thing is, they spend all the time doing that, and you tell them, hey, there was a riot here or there, or they're trying to take away your First Amendment. They go, what? What, bro? What's going on, bro? <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> what? What? I mean, then now, well, now they, they sound a, like a high school they, stoner. Hey. Hey, they have a, hey bro. They have a really? Where, yeah. They have a site really? where and they, they want Right. And they go, Really? Oh, dude, I haven't heard about that. And then, then these people, women too, women especially have the catty answers. That's why they'll say one said to me, how do you know that? I haven't heard that anywhere else. Very indignant. Now I go, honey, you don't get around much, do you? You haven't been watching the signs. Well, how do you know that? I said, I just know. Well, that's not good enough for me. Well, biatch, it's the truth. I mean, literally. I go, why don't you read something sometime or go to some alternative news or just just learn, just get out of my face. The other one I love is, well, I don't really care, man, what happens, bro, until I'm, like, directly affected, man. I don't really care, bro. As long as I can get my truck and my slice of pizza – and watch my game, man. I don't give a flying F what happens over in Ukraine or our border. I don't live in Texas. I live in Arizona or California. I live in Alabama. I don't live near the border. So why do I care? That's another good one. 
Love those. Yeah. Love those. <laughs> Typical Americana. Typical. Classic. Well, yeah, and you know what? I've always been a little bit of a rebel, so if I feel like the government wants me fat, lazy, and stupid, I'm going to go ahead and do the opposite. But, you know, right. that, that would get you a label, and, and people are afraid of labels, right? Because it, it makes you a nationalist, or whatever. Um, Ooh, whatever creative label they, they come up with. Yeah. Those dastardly guys <laughs> out there that like guns and militias and want to protect their neighborhood. How dare you want to protect your neighborhood? Screw you, is what they say. We want you to be overrun. Don't you get it? What they're, if you flip it around, flip the script. What they're really saying is, America, we want you to be plundered. We want you to be overrun. We want your mm-hmm. kids to be overtaken. We want you to be demoralized. We want you to be depressed. And we want to sap every dollar out of your wallet. How about those apples? That's what they want. They want you weak, impoverished, Russian peasants and serfs, Chinese peasants and serfs. That's what, shoeless peasants at at that. That's what they want. Well, it won't won't be too long before we're there. Well, we we already are kind of there. Just people people are too comfortable, right? They They don't want to stick their neck out a little bit. And they don't want to give up the comforts that they have. Um, That's right. We're, we're too comfortable. So it has to come to that before they snap to attention. Um, I've yeah, always it's, said it's, that we're too, you know, and it, look, I love La La Land, Cat. I love being comfortable. And by the way, after I, um, just, to, just to do a segment here, we have a 314 area code that's a new caller. Call back, I'll get you on the air next. I see where you dropped off. You're out there. Call back. Um, yeah, we're basically at that point where, you know, people are comfortable. Hey, look, being comfortable is nice. I get it. And I understand people more than they know. Ignorance is bliss. And a lot of people know the freight train's off the tracks, but they don't want to look at it, man, you know. They're going, look, I'm going to just keep my head down. Like Joe said, everyone's got their head down in Arkansas. They're trying to get by day to day. They know it's bad, but you don't want to look up and see how bad it is. I'm saying look up, see how bad it is, and prepare accordingly. And if you don't, mm-hmm. the train's going to knock you, knock you on your ass and run right yeah. over you. Well, I've, I've had know? a few comments of people saying, well, what does it do for your mental health? Well, you know what? Actually, this situation is is bigger than me. It, it really is. Right. Um, I would be selfish to put my head in the sand because because um, I'm scared it might affect my mental health. You know what? I would rather it affect my mental health than my children. And when right. when stuff does hit the fan and we are shoeless peasants, how is your mental health going to be then? Because I'm going to be prepared. Right. My mental health will be fine. I'll be fine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Can I, I can talk to you for hours. Have a, you... <laughs> right. Yeah. Have a great night. What's your final thoughts to Canada and America tonight? Oh. Floor is yours. Well, I guess, I guess to quote a wise man, 
white people wake the fuck up. <laughs> I like that. Who said that? that? <laughs> Jared Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Kat. Have a wonderful night. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate yeah. you. You too. Yep. See you. Great, great Bye. call. Thank you, Kat. Bye-bye. Wow. Very, very cool. We'll get a cocktail. We'll get a shot. I can tell we're going to go into overtime tonight. We had some new callers who um, basically did not stay on. Um, and if they're prank callers, we'll, we will have some fun with them on, on the air, I promise you. I'm in one of those moods. Well, for a shot, I shall be right back as we break on through America one day at a time. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day, try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. We chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there, we can't still recall. on through the other side. Jim Morrison, The Doors, great, great song. Um, now, when you call the show, you always use the nickname, stay on topic, whatever the topics were in the, in the monologue or else. If you're in the country and you're being threatened, get out of your dangerous situation. I told you guys, I like to focus on what we can do. Like I said before, I've told people this many, many times, once we're being invaded by millions of people, this border is out of our local control, or at least for now, right? So the federales have decided that they want these people to pour into America, right? They talk a big game. They put a Band-Aid on. It's just a big dog and pony show, big, big game. Bottom line is they're coming through by the millions. So I tell people this. 
you can move around your own people. There are things you can do. You don't have to live in, in areas that are dangerous, that are inundated by new immigrants that have been taught and told that the reason why they were down and out in their country, back home, in Central America or Mexico or wherever, is because of you. They were told that you white guys, white gals in the suburbs of America, you're the reason why they're shoeless peasants and serfs. And they have a right to take what's yours, that you worked hard, hard for. That's the undercurrent here. So when they come over, they are not always obedient, subservient, whatever you want to think about. They're people who have been taught that they have special rights over you, that they're going to be the inheritors of the, of the land, et cetera. These are people that many are hardworking, many are probably great people, seriously. But, again, I tell people, we don't have a population problem in America. We cannot absorb the entire world. We're trying to shove the world into America. So knowing that, we're stuck with these people. What you can do is you can get away from them, not, don't have proximity, white flight, you need to move, pack up, get around your own people. Um, I have nothing against anybody. Nobody had a saying the way they were born, but I do believe in critical mass theory. When they get 51% of a population, they change on a dime and they can get violent for you. And, uh, America is the most generous country in the world. We let in anybody and everybody who wants to come over here. We've got nothing against Hispanic people or Asian people or people from Honduras or Mexico. I used to vacation in Mexico. Love it. I'm going to say as a country, it's very obvious if you read the tea leaves what they're doing. They don't come out and advertise it, but I can still view it as very obvious federal policy. So you want to get around your own people now. You want to get prepared now. You want to get out of militant areas. Democrat areas, Democrat strongholds, you want to move around your own people and get that going. Right now, we're seeing the great migration all over America. People are packing up. They are moving. They are going where they're wanted, where they're loved. We're a big country. Pick, pick your state. Pick your locale. Research it. Figure it out. If you live in an area that's being overrun, you may want to consider getting out of there. The government does not grant rights. The government has no right to grant anything. I bet you never heard that before. Let me explain. In the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Remember, we the people. It's enshrined in our U.S. Constitution. The government has privileges granted to it by we the people. Thus, we the people are enshrined in our U.S. Constitution, and it was written to protect and defend the people's rights from the government. And for us to tell the government what privileges we grant to you by your own people and citizens, that is really the, the, uh, what the U.S. Constitution is all about. 
and our laws based on the U.S. Constitution. Most Americans have it back asswards, and the government likes that. They know you're ignorant. They tell you, we grant you rights. We grant you the right of way. We will grant you this right or that right. No. It's back, that's wrong. The government will use your ignorance against you. So the more educated you can become, the better off you'll be in the future. And with that, let's get to Lincoln and fly over country. Get him on the air here. Lincoln, how are you tonight, man? Well, brother, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, 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 man. A lot of good calls. I want to get Ghost on. He's been, he's been out, out there for a while. We're, we're going to go in overtime here. We're going to get our regulars on here as well. Had a lot of calls here tonight. A few new guys have dropped off, but they'll call back. But what's on your mind, man? Well, I mean, I'm going to be quick, man. Honestly, I don't really have much at all. I just got uh, – I just wanted to talk about one thing. Did you see the uh, the Ted Cruz press conference type thing uh, yesterday where he uh, went on his stage and gave a speech about how <laughs> – if you're a Hispanic American, this administration has been terrible for you. If you're an African American, this administration has been terrible for you. If you're a blue collar union guy, this administration has been terrible. Like he went down a laundry list, and you know, you know what I took from that? Why in the hell is are, is every Republican so goddamn terrified to say the word white? Oh, they are. They won't say it. Because they're so afraid of the Democrat media will go, you're a racist. How dare you even utter See, they've got these guys so cut, they won't even say the word white or white European. They won't dare. Trump never did. Trump no, always talked about no, the lowest black unemployment. He was talking about blacks and browns forever. Just wind them up. Let them go. He took you all for granted. He never invoked you. Oh, he would talk about you in a general sense. No, you're, you made America, you work in the factories, you're the blue-collar workers, whatever. But he would never spell it out, you know. Yeah, we, we, I, mean, they not, they I like Trump. Understand. I voted for him. We wish him well, but a fact's a fact. Go ahead, man. Do they not understand they're going to get called a racist no matter what. They're going to get called a racist whether they say the word white or not. They're going to get called a racist. That's been their that's been the playbook for decades now is to call them a racist. Just like you know the Republicans play right. the same stupid card. When, you know the modern you know for the last two decades Democrats call Republicans racist. Well, what do Republicans do? They talk about oh you're the party of Jim Crow. You're the real racist. I mean, it's so stupid. It's like, it's, I mean, the fact that this guy—that was a good so voice, Lincoln. I like, so I like how you said that. I mean, it's Ted Cruz is so popular and he's so based. I mean, he goes on stage and he won't say the word "white." He'll talk about blue collar, working class America. We know who you're talking about, stupid. You're going to get called racist regardless. I mean, at least. Though the dog of bone, which is who elects you, is, is, is white people, you can at least acknowledge they exist every once in a blue moon. <laughs> Instead of your, you're a party of Jim Crow. Shut up with that bullshit, man. <laughs> I know. They're afraid of their own shadow. But see, that's why we call them cuck conservatives, because the Republican Party is full of cuck conservatives. 
they're guys that talk a big game, you know, but, you know, they don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it. They're afraid. Again, they want to be invited to these white, white House and Washington, D.C. cocktail parties, and they can't be seen as a racist. So, but they'll bring up black and brown on a dime, baby. Oh, isn't it wonderful that we have a black female Supreme Court? Oh, it's just great. And they'll trip over themselves trying to get in front of the, the cameras and, and, you know, lights, camera, action, man. They want to be seen talking about that. They think it makes them look bigger and more statesmanlike in front of the media. That's what they think. And it so kind of works. I see their point of view. But where, where does it get them? Go ahead, man. Do they do they not get called racist? Do they do they not get called racist? They get called that anyway. I mean, what where did where does, they do. does it get them the black vote? No. Does it get them the black nope. vote? No. Did they get the black vote? Nope. In no. Do they do? Do they? Nope. No. So what? What do they get? All they get is a bunch of people like me who are like, you know, fuck you guys. I'm done with you. <laughs> They never learn, and there's a and there's a million Lincolns that are out there. There's a million Von Weehunts. There's a million cats of Canada. There's a million ghosts from Arkansas. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's you know it's stirring out there. Then they wonder why why isn't anybody giving us donations to the RNC? Why isn't anybody? Why are more people at the rally? Well, you know. I always say I wish you guys well, but right now it's not my cup of tea. Good luck. Uh, good luck on those midterms, boys. You know? But, no, they won't do it because nobody up there has the balls and the spine to say anything about it. And I tell people, I don't care if you're purple. I really don't. It's a part of me that – a side of me that doesn't really care – on one level, I want everyone to do well, but on the other level, I'm also very aware and racially aware that there are militant people in our country who want to attack white America, white Europeans. You see it every day on the Internet, and to put your head in the sand, you're just asking for problems, in my view. Sad but true. Can you name a single Republican politician? Can you, can you name a single Republican politician that even mentioned – or, or or gave some ceremony for like Cannon Hanage or or uh, you know the uh, you know the the Waukesha massacre that happened. I don't I don't remember a single Republican even that they they didn't have any ceremonies or give speeches about it or yeah. anything like that. They they said nothing. They just they don't they don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They do not care one iota about that. They don't care, man. They just, you know, no. It's not part of their agenda. You know? It's not part of the plan. (laughs) See, we're, this, this country is in a slippery slope. They can't say anything, and every year they get more and more and more entrenched to not say anything, because every year we get millions and millions and millions and millions of more people who have come into the country. So every year, there's more and more people that are not of white European descent. Therefore, you won't hear a word from those guys. They're definitely afraid of losing their 
government seat of power. And the sanity thing is the death of you. They've got a good thing going, and a lot of them just shrug and go, well, this is the way the country's going. You know, you can beat them or join them. Hate to say it, but a lot of them join them. That's where we're at. What's here for me, Lincoln? I'm being pragmatic about it. I'm just a realist. People always say, what are we going to do about immigration? What are you smoking, first of all? We have tens of millions, millions of people over here that were brought in decades ago. And again, many of them can be great people, hardworking now, whatever. But my point is, it's not about them being great people. We don't, we don't need millions more. We have traffic everywhere. We have a government debt. We've got people dependent on the government. A lot are immigrants. We don't have a population problem. You know, so that's what I mean when I say we're stuck with these people for now. We're stuck with them. They're going to be in the country. They're going to be siphoning off the government tip, whether we like it or not. You know, it is what it is. We're we're kind of stuck with it. I mean, it is what it is. You're right. We're kind of stuck with it. I mean, we're stuck with them. And, you know, one thing people don't realize, integration was never voted on. It was forced on us at gunpoint. And we never voted for that. No one did. They used the, the our government literally used the military with rifle and bayonet to force us to accept these people that <laughs> don't belong here. Honestly, um, it's just it's just sad where we're at right now. I can't imagine how many ancestors are rolling over in their graves over what's happened to our country. Oh, I agree. I agree, man. I agree totally. They're just rolling over, going what? The hell did you guys f up? We gave you the best country in the world, full of natural resources, beautiful vistas, mountains and deserts and ocean and everything, forests, everything you could ever you could ever want, and you gave it all away. Wow, what a concept! Yep. Scary, sad, man, but, uh... That's why I tell people, Lincoln, I tell them your best revenge right right now is living well. Move around your own people. Live out a great life. Be prepared for when the shoes, when more shoes drop. And right now, it's all you can do is get around your own people, train and be ready for anything, and... um you know, pray for a good future because luckily we're a big country. So luckily, if you want to be away from a group of people, you can move and you can be away from them. There's still lots of places in this large country where people can move to. Absolutely. And I strongly encourage that. If you're young especially, pack up and go. Go where you're wanted, live around your own people, and be happy. And prepare, prepare, prepare. Because we're stuck with millions of people that they're going to keep bringing in here, man. They want that cheap labor, and the Democrats want the votes. Bottom line. Yep, that's it. You're exactly right. 
they're both united in that front. Hey. They both benefit from it financially. Yep, and both parties are are to blame. And that's why you'll never hear either current mainstream party ever talk about this. It's the elephant in the room they're afraid to talk about. Now, the Democrats will bring up race at the jump of a hat. They'll talk about it. But they talk about it in, in the sense of we want more. And the Republicans will talk about it. We want, even Trump said, we want more immigrants. We want more than ever before, they would say. Yep. Right? When you hear that, when you're talking. Yeah, Trump would say to every rally, every rally, when you hear that, they mean it. And so I say I can't control the border. I can control where I live. I can control, you know, what state I'm in. Thank God we have that freedom of travel, freedom to relocate. In some countries, you don't. But... um that's the best the best revenge is living well, guys. You know, be prepared for anything, but we're in a big mess. Big mess. And um all the parties we're going to do is stir up the minorities against us more and more and more as time goes on, to be blunt. That's what I see. Yeah. Uh, it's a sobering thought. Unfortunately, you know, but <laughs> Unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of changed it. You know what? This isn't going to be popular with you or your your audience. I know this. This is going to be highly unpopular. But I, I was talking to some people the other night, and we were talking about things. And, and you know what? I think I've changed my political philosophy. To, not, not my political philosophy, but as far as how I vote. I think I've kind of changed that somewhat. So, you know, in 2020, well, pretty much 2017, I gave up on the Republican Party. By 2018, especially, I was like, I'm done with these clowns. You know, I still voted in, like, the elect, you know, some things in 2018 and whatnot. By the time 2020 got here, I was like, I ain't voting for any of these idiots. I don't care. I wrote in Jared Taylor for president, the guy that Kat quoted when he said, white America, wake the fuck up. That was Jared Taylor. Um but, you know, that's who I voted for in 2020. But I think going forward, and some other guys were talking about this too, I think that, like, in 2022, 2024, I think that things have to get much worse before they can get better. Because people are just asleep. They're able with their sports and their pizza and shit like that. So I think, I'm, I think going forward, I'm going to vote for the most shit-lib, retard, black, transgender I can. So we can just crash this shit faster <laughs> than fix it. Sure. I'm sure that's not sure, popular not? With, your, with your audience because they're all going to vote for Trump. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not. I think it's. I think a lot of people are are just going to start voting crazy stuff, like what you're saying, because what they've done, tried and true, isn't getting them the results that they need. I'm not so convinced voting in. A Republican majority is going to solve everyone's problems either. I mean, definitely I want the Republicans to win the midterms. Don't get me wrong. But on a different level, I go, all we're going to get some more of the same. Once they get in, they're going to get cozy again, and they're not going to do anything for the people who voted them in. 
They'll never invoke your name. They'll never mention them. You know, more of the same. I mean, the Republican Party is obviously better. If you're going to drive straight to hell, it's better to drive their 80s and 110, but either way, you're driving straight to hell. Right. <laughs> Lincoln, on that note, man, have a good night, buddy. We'll talk again soon. I'll see you on Telegram, too. Have a good night, brother. Hell victory. Hell victory. Thank you, Lincoln. Well, I was going to get the Gladiator on, but I know he likes to be on the live team. So um, we will get um, some more callers here. Um, let's play this. song. Let's get a breath of surfer on and Irish pirate. Brett, are you there? Hey, what's going on, Vaughn? Hey, man. Glad you called the show. I know you've got some kids to watch over there, so I wanted to get to you first. And um, we talked on the Bachelor show a few nights ago. That yeah. was fun. Oh, and yeah. um, what are your thoughts tonight, man? You've heard a few calls. Too. You've been on hold for a little while. What are your thoughts, big guy? Uh, yeah, just uh, it's just very interesting times, man. I mean, now, I mean, there are shortages on uh, uh, PAX PVC pipe right now going on, uh, and that's going to affect, you know, a lot of these new home developers. And I mean, it's not just that we have shortages of everything, you know, and it, it's just. Right. It's just I don't know. It really seems unprecedented, you know. I guess unless you went back to World War II, but I, I don't, I don't, yeah, you have to go back, you know, stuff like 75 years ago. I mean, there was a guy, and uh, I listened to on the, you know, Greg Monarino. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a great, uh, uh, great guy with the stock market. I like to listen to his uh, financial mm-hmm. advice and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's saying that, uh, uh, I mean, we haven't seen stuff like, that's going on right now in the markets. It's been 75 years since we've experienced stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just, right. uh, just with, I mean, a thousand sixty-three points. Dow was down yesterday, and then yesterday, I mean, uh, today, yesterday, uh, you know, because they said they're not going to raise interest rates by 75 basis points, the market shot up 950, about or 925. Um, Right. But it's just interesting, you know, for this whip side, you know, the markets are, I mean, obviously they're way overinflated. So um, just, just uh, very interesting times, you know. 
Uh, oh, yeah. You know? For and sure, it, man. It, it, I mean, um, do you have much money in the, in the uh, stock market? Enough, man, that uh, I pulled 70% of my portfolio out. Um, gotcha. I, it's in cash, you know. I just recently uh, bought, like, I think I bought, like, 10,000 worth of an energy ETF through Vanguard, which, uh, you know, I really think oil, and, and that that's going to really go high. Um, I think everything in energy is going to, we're going to see a spike for a while. I don't know. I think could could oil go to uh, 150 a barrel, you know, by the right. end of the summer? Uh, quite possibly, yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, we I don't know, but then there are uh, there's a war that's brewing, man. I mean, you can see them. It, it's it's interesting. It's almost like they're really trying. The neocons are trying to sell this uh, this war. You know, um, I don't know. I know. You know. Well, they love war, and they got their war in Europe going. They're going to have fat, yeah. fat profits off that war, and that's what they want. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, uh, yeah, it's a tragic thing, man. I mean, you go back, you think of these wars, Vietnam, you know? I mean, uh, you know, what we were doing at World War One and Two, you know, really, if you think about all the deaths and the destruction, but how much those, uh, about 1% made off of those wars. And, um, it's a, uh, Sad, very sad, you know. Scared, it is, you know? it is, man. Uh, but you know, that's why I always say we're a world at war, Brett. We're a world yeah. at war. That's, that's what. That's one thing so I noticed true. as a, a kid coming up in America. You would see all the wars that we're involved in, all the skirmishes. I once was in class, and they go, "Fun, we hunt." What's America to you? And I go, well, we're obviously not a nation of peace. What? 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 Oh, boy, they don't have a conniption fit. I go, we're a world <laughs> at war. I coined that phrase in high school. We're a world at war. And they go, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, man? Come on, man. We're all for hope and change over here. Is that that? Okay, well, what? I went, well, the way you're going, we're not going to have any hope. You're going to leave us with the change in our pockets after you tax us to death. <laughs> you yeah. rat bastards. It's like, it's like Go ahead. Sabbath song, war, war Pigs, right? War Pigs, exactly. i got to play yeah. that next week. I have it on my studio board here. <laughs> well, I'm all for a good fight. Real Americans love war, but I don't believe in no-win wars. I don't believe in war for war's sake, because war is hell. I don't like to see our soldiers, our gallant military, be cut up to shreds, thrown in the meat grinder. I don't like that a bit. You know, we've had over 50,000 Americans die in Korea. For what? So North and South Korea can have a little DMZ area at our expense. Wait to say it, 
either MacArthur should have been let loose to conquer all of Korea, or we should have never went over and I let the North Korean communists grab the whole frickin' thing. It's not worth 55,000 or 58,000 American lives and thousands more wounded in Korea, for one thing. Either yeah. you fight yeah. or don't fight. I can't stand this half-assed, pussyfoot way of doing business. Drives me Now, I get it. I get why they do it. They do geopolitics, domino theory, military industrial complex wants their contracts, a lot of suitcases full of cash, a lot of money changes hands. I get it. Totally get it. But, you know, man, it's just, we had Vietnam, same thing. You know, 58,000 Americans yeah. died, died there. Many were paraplegics kicked and spit on when they came back from that war. They had Gulf War yeah. One and Gulf War yeah. Two. Hundreds of proxy wars. So look, we're at the American Empire. I get it. Any empire will always be a war. That's the nature of an empire. I get it. Yeah. America likes to project power all over the world. I kinda like that. However, I will say that when Americans are in trouble overseas, the federal government is notorious for not doing much to help them either. Notorious. They'll say, you're on your own, kid. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. We got a war to fight. Yeah. We're too busy to worry about you, Mr. Citizen. We got a war to fight. Screw you. Yeah. That's the attitude. I just, Brett, I just report what really happens on Main Street. That offends people, so be it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to speak the truth. You got to speak your mind. And, um, you know, it, it's just a bad situation. I I just, you know, it, it's really scary with the nuke, nuke option. But uh, I don't think it will get down to that. But, um you know, I, I just, you know, it'd be awesome if this thing just uh, boiled. I don't, I don't see it doing that though. I see it escalating. So unfortunately, that's kind of where we're headed. You know, I, it would be awesome. You mean with Putin? Decided. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. he's threatening daily to nuke Europe and NATO and America. I tell the Putin wing, these guys that call him safe Putin that think he's so wonderful. I go, do you realize he wants to nuke your ass? Do you realize that? He's not your buddy. He's not your friend. You're delusional thinking he's your buddy and your friend. Every day the Kremlin lately has come out and talked about a nuclear war with Europe, NATO, any country, hint, hint, wink, wink, that supports Ukraine. That's America. They've also touted that we can nuke America for hypersonic missiles, yada, yada, all day long. Threat, yeah. threat, threat. So, yeah, Putin is not a saint, and he's not our friend or our buddy. No. He's getting desperate no, over there. He's, he's, he's loves chess, and, that's, and uh, 
you know, that's exactly what he's he's playing here. Um, it's just that totally that right. card, that new card, it's a very scary thing, man. When you when you think about that, but, you know, and and uh, I know it's just precarious times. You know, we just have to. You just got to fight the good fight and, and keep going and. And uh, you know, realize that each day could be your last. You know, so live it, live it to its, its maximum. You know, that's what you need right. to do. I agree, Brett. Have a good night, buddy. Remember, living All well right, is man. the best revenge. That's what Von Wien says. So live well, Brett. Live well for you <laughs> and your family. <laughs> All right, Von. All right, Brett. Have a great night, buddy. Okay, Thanks man. a lot, man. Shin up. We'll defeat them all. Because we are the High Chaparral. Love that. We are the High Chaparral Radio. And with that, let's get to our tech wizard, Irish Pirate. He's been on hold here for a little while. Mr. Pirate, are you there tonight? Absolutely. You have a few sir. minutes left. How are yeah, you tonight? Yeah, you, have a, uh, you have a few things in my fun pack I sent you. You can also play tonight, so that'll be, that'll be fun for you. Give me some toys. Oh, for next week for sure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I sent you yeah, a lot, one, I know. I made a bunch. <laughs> I, yeah, I woke up early this morning, and I, it was I, as I put in the email, it was bad for me, but it was good for you. So uh, hey, I, I appreciate I that. Up there, and I and uh, I I admit this is not my greatest day for doing things like that. Um, made a lot of misclicks and <laughs> destroyed entire projects with misclicks, and uh, I was you know kind of klutzy all day anyway. So uh, I'm just glad to be able to do stuff like that when I'm on what in theory should be a bad day, but it wasn't. Um, we thank you, man. The show on. thanks you. Appreciate that. So um, that's why I've you're the tech wizard. <laughs> Indeed, um, I've been listening to everybody talking about uh, what politicians can't do and what wars can't do, and all these things. That I want to rephrase what they're talking around that nobody wants to admit. And I'm going to say it first here. Um, yeah, let's hear I, it. You know, I did some. I did some reading. Yeah, this is kind of like what Lincoln was saying. It's like uh, nobody's going to think this is cool, but I'm going to say it anyway. Bottom line is this. Representative government doesn't work, period. There is no way anyone, I don't care how much you love somebody, trying to think for them or speak on their behalf doesn't work. The only people that can honestly say what they really mean and act on what they really feel are the people themselves. And that's why this government was set up the way it was. This country was set up the way it was. The honor was to God, which is the only thing they all had in common, was their creation. And so that's the bottom line. And people try to talk around it, people to try, uh, try to put their faith in it. I mean, wow, Trump endorsed uh, 22 candidates that had their primaries yesterday in, in Ohio and Indiana. 
hey, all 22 of them won. He's really good at the game. But does that mean he's doing the best for everyone? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And so you have to take that with a grain of salt. Okay. So, you know, similar to Lincoln or George Washington, you know, uh, even uh, Benjamin Franklin, there were some people out there that really knew how to do what they were doing. And that's wonderful. And you can dedicate that, quote, unquote, to the people. But in the bottom line, if you're not empowering the people and you're not uh, basically inciting the people, which is ironically what you do with Antifa and other stuff like that, or even getting a bunch of people to move here illegally. But if we were going to stop that, I personally want to grab the pamphlets or record the radio appeals. You know, somebody paid for all that junk overseas. Right. And just have it translated and say, here's the people that bought it. They owe you, Mr. and Mrs. America. George Soros owes you. Sue him. Just sue him. Just tell him, this is what you cost me personally. Could you imagine if millions and millions of people just said, hey, Bill Gates, you know, your ideas suck. You owe me. Right. You know, I bought one of your computers <laughs> and it doesn't work. And that would get rid of a whole lot of bad people is if people just said, look, you're sure. not going to do this to my family. You're not going to do this to me. I'm not going to do this to my future girlfriend. You know, she's all brainwashed by you and I'm going to, I'm going to get out of her, but then I'm coming for you after I'm done. I'm going to make sure you can't do it to anybody else I know. And we lost that somewhere along the way. They, they made a joke about it. They call it like the wild, wild west. It's a frontier. It's every man for himself. Duh. It is. Get over it. Granted, we need judges. We need presidents. We need congressmen and the like. Dog catchers, maybe. Um, yeah, so right. there are people out there. But their jobs are limited. Von Wehunt, you ran for office. You understand the job is limited. Yes. I mean, why do people think it's so um, – even when George Washington was our first, quote-unquote, president, they said you, they want you to be king. You know, we want – George Washington, can you please be our king? He's like, no way. I'm not going to take that on. Right. Which is kind of funny because God doesn't have a problem with kings. You know, he's well, if they honor him, he's willing to work with them. But um, – they came up with a different idea here. They said, you are the one that's supposed to have a relationship with God. You are the one that's supposed to have your sovereignty. You are the one that's supposed to be able to take that best step forward. And um, I still say we can all do that. We just have to be trained. So that's what lately I've been looking at. I've been doing a lot of reading on that. And I'm probably going to take some sort of a plunge in some direction based on that. And I'm absolutely positive of that. So it's going to be interesting because while everybody else hmm. is going to say, wow, damn Joe Biden and, and uh, you know, the Democrats are just destroying this, that, and the other thing. The answer is I'm going to try to make it so they can't touch me. I mean, yes, if I'm stupid right. enough to move next door <laughs> to Antifa members or something, yeah, I'm going to get what I deserve. I agree. <laughs> and you need to be able right. to be with your likes. But That's what I meant, Irish, by proximity. Yeah, that's what I mean by proximity. Don't be proximate to people who hate you. You know what I mean? But imagine, imagine this, though. If you were a true statement, statesman or stateswoman, you should be able to also influence your wishy-washy neighbors. Maybe not the radical leftist neighbors, 
but you should be able to influence the ones that got brainwashed by brainwashing them if necessary. You should be able to do that. It shouldn't sure. be that hard. Yeah, because look at the stupidity that got them. You could beat that. You absolutely could beat that. It's amazing. You know, they're, they're just changing their stories every day like you and I would underwear. Because whatever fits, right. they think that you're willing to wear it. The answer is, doesn't fit here. You know, I got, I got big cojones. And you, ain't, you don't have any articles of clothing that fit what I got. So let's not worry about what you can't do for me. Let's worry about what you can. And I'll worry about what I can do for myself first. But I'm also, you know, I'm going I'm to look out for if I'm good enough. And we made this comment before. You start in your bedroom. You know, if you can get that right, you come out in the living room finish the rest of the house maybe. You might even help out a couple of neighbors before you start getting really interested in how the world works. But as the Bible says, it will, the tree can be basically uh, judged on its fruits. You know, what are you, what are you bringing? Yes. And right now, a whole lot of people not bringing much into this world. And they think they're going to be fine because somebody <laughs> out there is going to take care of it for them. The answer is that's the problem. It is you want a representative in your government world the answer is you don't have one you never had one somebody's doing the job to the best of their ability and even if they thought the world of you they can't do it perfectly not like you you should spend every day to some degree looking out for you and your family's best interests can't be while you're playing fantasy football for hours even if right. you do that for one day a week, right. that's kind of like church. Oh, oh no, God. guys spend hours doing that. I meant, I know and guys that sit there the and they analyze the freaking squares. Oh, and then they it's talk a about whole it ritual, then, dude. And yeah, the whole smack about it the next day is what they really do more of. And that is right. where I, my stomach turns. Because I like I've seen guys, stories. Yeah, Lincoln, I've seen guys interject really quick. Walk from desk to desk to desk, showing people and discussing and debating their fancy football picks. <clears throat> Spent hours doing that in the office. Sure. It's amazing. Well, and they want to drag you in the office so you can do that. that that's another thing I don't understand. That's something that, right. like, for example, uh, get Cal Kelly goes through. The company she works for is absolutely adamant about bringing everybody in. And then they, they start talking about how they want to test you, test you, test you, test you. And the places that test you, test you, test you, test you, regardless of the accuracy of the stupid tests, wow, they find more yeses or more noes or more somethings every time they test people. Right. Says, Duh. What do you expect to find when you test people, test people, test people? Otherwise, other than you're testing their patients, I think, primarily. Because it, it doesn't right. – the way they're doing stuff like that, we talked about that earlier. A guy like Fauci doesn't even have a panel anymore. He doesn't have a board of medical you know, people who are supposed to represent the company maybe. or the, I don't know what you – know, the CDC is owned by Big Pharma anyway, but at least you'd have a group. Yeah, it's a private corporation. CDC yeah, is the, not a government agency. Yeah. Well, imagine a bunch of people with a bunch of lab coats on, and they act like they're pretending to protect you. you know, here's what we published. Right. They didn't publish Jack. They didn't, you got one guy standing up and saying, I am the science. Dude, it needs to be repeatable and demonstrable. The one thing you don't do is repeat yourself. You keep flipping and flopping depending on which way the wind blows. 
and demonstrable. The only thing we're demonstrating is your big mouth. Get it out of the way. It's not doing anybody any good when you turn around and act on your own accord. Your most expensive paid individual off the American paycheck, assuming you want to make billions of dollars on your own, pick one or the other, dude. You can't, you're not going to get away with both. Sooner or later, you're going to end up behind bars if anybody's acting on their own accord. And even if you get away with it, I'm sure I would be the first one to give you a free pass out of the country. If I could afford it, you know, I'd print one more, you know, set $100 bills just to get you out of the uh, the country so that we can fix everything that you messed up that you left behind. As long as you're not here, we can fix it. And so it's the same way with a lot of people like that. Sure, they're in it for themselves. The problem is they're still in it for themselves. They, they should have grabbed the money and ran, and we should have been able to scare them away. And we didn't do it. They're still doing it because we still play right. the game. We still listen to them. And it's real easy to say, yeah, look at the stupid Democrats again. Well, what would you do about it? They won't talk to me. They won't talk to you. Yeah. No. So how, how is it that they get to have all this power when they don't debate for it? They, you know, they right. have to cheat to win elections for it. I mean, you would think this would have been long gone by now, just simply because. You know, well, the same thing when when I've got kids, whether whether I'm teaching them Texas Hold'em or chess or whatever game it is, and they'll say it's like, wow, I saw people cheating. It's like, hey, you want to cheat? Feel free. Got news for you. Number one, you got no practice. I didn't teach you how to cheat. I taught you how to take advantage of circumstances when other people lay it down. But that's a different story. That's kind of lucky. What's, what really matters is what can you create through your own means, which is the most important part. You know, do something good for somebody that might notice and reward you and let you do it again for a profit. That's kind of how this is supposed to work. But even so, doing it the right way prevents the cheaters from getting over. You know, having the one eye open. And unfortunately... At chess tournaments over the last 36 years, most common people I see cheating, parents. <laughs> parents! Right. They were supposed to pass right. on the good values. They didn't. They definitely didn't. And so that's the first thing I can tell you. And then second, the latest, now that they're kicking their coaches off the floor, you'll have a kid who's really strong act as the player coach and cheat and, and show people what moves to make at the beginner level. And... I don't know right. any coach that should put up with that, but they do. I can name names, you know, and it's sad. And, and so, unfortunately, it will be rampant. And you can't, you can't remove the sinful nature from men, so I've read. But you can say it doesn't belong here. You know, if it's going to be a true competition, mm-hmm. if it's going to be a true contract, which is, again, the biggest thing. If the, if the United States is running a debt and you owe it, Here's the dumbest question I've ever heard. What'd you get for it? Your freedom? You don't buy freedom. Let's try that again. Did you get a house? Did you get, you know, unlimited cars or something? You got nothing. So in theory, the national debt is a fraud because you didn't get anything but debt. You didn't get anything. Yeah, if they spent it all overseas, that had nothing to do with you. That was somebody else doing something, quote, unquote. That's right. and also, Irish, the debt is, is, was incurred by the District of Columbia Corporation. Yes. 
not yeah. Mr. and so Mrs. America. Look at that. Absolutely. So then again, they're going to turn around and say, you owe it. And the answer is, that's broad. You can't make me pay for something where, you know, even if that's I right. a house or something. Yeah, that, that would that's be a right. contract. They make it legal if, if I got something, but I didn't get anything. And that's going to make life really interesting down the road when they're going to come back and it's say, a great well, distinction. because of the nature, yeah, the nature of the economy we left behind, all this other stuff, you're going to have to make concessions. And the answer is, for what? I didn't get Jack, so if you're going to give me something, I'll consider it. But look at what you're giving me. You're giving me free COVID shots. You're getting, yeah, I was I was in the veteran. Yeah, I'm a veteran. They, I I've got a free amputation coming anytime I want it. I don't think I need it right now. I'd rather live well, like you're talking about. This is crazy. All this stuff that I can get for free, I don't want. So. I All we can do future. is live is live well because the country is being yep. pulled out from underneath us. Yeah, literally, and I mean that. Me live well. Nothing they're doing is going to yeah. help me live well. So I just reject all these things that they say they're doing for me. I reject them, and it's going to lead to the point where I'm going to have to tell them, "Look, your fraudulent state, your 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 whole demeanor is fraudulent." Perhaps the way you even got elected was fraudulent. Then I could I could select anything I want at this point. I could say, why are yes. you telling me how to behave at all? You have no hook in me, and whatever hooks you thought you had, I'm, I'll, I'll give them back to you any way you want. Fried, poached, painted, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not playing your game anymore. I've got my own everything. I've got my own voice. I've got my own intelligence. I've got my own... Faith. I've got my own uh, intellectual abilities. I, I mean, what are you going to do for me as a rep- as a representative now that I'm as educated as I'm going to be, as healthy really as I'm going to be that I can tell? I mean, you know, nobody that I know of gets that much healthier by the time between now and eighty. But I'm going to do the best I can with what I have. You know, plug all the holes, keep all the keep everything moving forward. And uh, certainly in my life, I've done a lot of things to make myself much healthier, much smarter, uh, much more capable. You know, I've never wasted my resources. And I still give. I mean, we, the people that actually do more for themselves give more. We've learned that. The people that get freebies don't give anything to anyone else. Even though they know they got more freebies coming, they don't even share. It's, it's amazing how that mentality does not work. And so it doesn't belong here. And to give a bunch of freebies to tens of millions of people crossing the border because we want to be nice to them, even if they all were nice, it doesn't work. It just flat doesn't work. Many of these people know that. I know. They're willing to, they're willing to work hard, like you and I are, to be able to get something. And I say it ought to be pretty hard if you don't do it. Oh, and by the way, if we write down all the proper laws, known as precedent law, right, everything that works – everything on, on uh, the principles on which they work, and we had true precedent law, it's a really interesting thing. What do you call a government like that? Republic. So if you honor the law, and therefore the people that are following it, that's called a Republican with a small r. Right. That's what I am. Yeah, I am not a Republican. Blech. I'm more like a libertarian because I want to be free of what the Republicans are giving me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No way. I. I, I mean, that's, that's great uh, point. 
We got to. We are up against the clock here, man. We we got to run. I thank you for the uh, fun packs. We will talk. This show flew by tonight, man. Flew by for me. Uh, We uh, missed the gladiator, but we'll get him on the next show. Go ahead, man. Recommend highly Von Weehunt. I hope play that Lawrence Welk clip. I think you're going to love it. I think oh, you're going to love that. Love that. As a, as a finale. <laughs> like I mixed that. That's going to be sick together And it fell right together. And uh, it's been a while yes. since I've had something that fluent. So love it. For that. Lincoln, it. thank and you so course, much. Like Our tech wizard, folks. I, I'm going to leave in one suggestion each time, too. You, you got Nick Lowe coming for you. Because I am nice. on the truth drug. There we go. Me too, buddy. Thank you, Lincoln. Iris Pirate. Our tech wizard is amazing. We thank you so much, man. Have a great night. Indeed. He's signing off there, Irish Pirate. We get fun packs for the show. We definitely need more of those. We appreciate the efforts of our tech wizard. Keep the show fresh. Keep it going in the right direction. Well, I would say this to end the show. Life is a master timepiece that never stops does not give pause to anyone. Time does not turn back, nor does it fast forward. Time goes at its own pace, nice and easy, slow and methodical, and it never skips a beat. Time is free, but its worth, its weight, is worth more than gold. Time is always there. No one is ever without time. As we get older and slower, we capture that time differently. Make the most use of your time by listening to the Von Wien Show each week. Carpe diem. Go back to the podcasts. They're on Blog Talk Radio and on the Internet. Hopefully with grace and satisfaction in our older age, we will recall some of our great shows or great heroes of the, of the past. In America, it can be in your local area. The scariest thing you can be right now is a censored, silenced America. Mr. and Mrs. America, I'm telling you, do not be silenced. We're so glad you're here tonight. We're so glad you listened in in 25 countries and around the world. I'm signing off from my mountain stronghold. God bless you all tonight. A big show, a packed show. We'll talk to you soon. I guarantee it. Good night. (laughs) 